Hi guys, this is FJ back once again with a short episode of the podcast. So, um, as you guys uh, know that um, we have received now uh, officially the, the the latest best news out of Middle East, and uh, that news is that Bahrain, the Kingdom of Bahrain, has decided to um, follow UAE's uh, example and. Uh, Bahrain has decided to recognize Israel and establish full diplomatic relations with Israel. Um, congratulations to the people of Bahrain, congratulations to the people of Israel and uh, uh, we all should be thankful to the um, administration of President Trump and especially Mr. Jared Kushner who again uh, played uh, a critical role in um, you know, helping uh, with this agreement, and um, this this will uh, be you know this will become official uh, on Monday. Uh, Bahrain's uh, crown prince um, will be um, he will be uh, you know in um, Washington D.C. Uh, and he will uh, make the announcement. Um, so uh, this is again this is a story. You know, whatever is happening in the Middle East, uh, a lot of this is, is simply historic. And, you know, we really have to get, uh, give these people uh, credit. We have to put the credit where it is due. And really, the credit goes to, obviously, not just these Arab leaders who are, you know, making these uh, very brave decisions, I would say, because, you know, um, they know, uh, you know, what kind of place uh, they are living in. I mean, you know, you look at the Middle East. Uh, there's a lo- there's still a lot of uh, extremism. There's still a lot of radicalism. You know, when it comes to radical Islam, um, there's there's so much extremism. You know, among people. And uh, but you know, these countries and you know their leadership basically, um, they they have decided that you know enough is enough, and we are not going to be uh, held hostage by these Islamists. You know these fanatics because obviously they do not want to see peace of any kind um, they are anti-peace you have to understand uh, that about these people so um, of course they have they have you know taken a very brave uh, decision with this announcement but when it comes to um, who really made this happen you know at this particular time especially that is basically Jared Kushner, okay, and we have to give credit to Jared Kushner because, you know, this guy has been um, the birth of all jokes. He has been getting all the criticism um, since last few years, uh, you know, especially from the American media. And, um, you know, people said that he's going to spoil things. He's going to, you know, ruin things. And, you know, he's, he's incapable of doing uh, something good. Um, and you know, turns out that what he did was basically, you know, it's just something that has never been done before. I mean, um, it's it's just amazing, you know, what what this guy has accomplished. And uh, of course, uh, the critics of President Trump are not going to be happy. They're they they are more going to be mostly silent about this, but. Let's face it, uh, they they really have nothing good to say right now. You know, they, they really, they're simply out of words at this point because 
what Kushner has delivered in the Middle East is, is something that nobody imagined four years ago. You know, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, nobody imagined that President Trump is going to win the 2016 election, right? The 2016 election. Nobody predicted that. I mean, everybody said that Hillary Clinton is going to win. Even I believe that. But, you know, a lot of times the experts turn out to be wrong. And, you know, in this particular case, all these American experts, all these European experts who've spent the last 30, 40 years, you know, working on the Middle East in peace and, you know, what what they have essentially done is that they they have you know normalized terrorist groups like um, Hezbollah, like Hamas. I mean, you look at the Europeans. What Europeans did with Hamas, you know, they they normalized Hamas. Similarly, you look at um, you look at Hezbollah. Uh, what what currently uh, you know uh, Macron. Uh, the French president he's doing with with uh, you know in, in regards to Hezbollah in Lebanon. I mean he is basically supporting Hezbollah's system. That's that's essentially what he's doing. And so a lot of bad things have been done by outsiders in the Middle East, you know. And uh, but this is one of those amazing things that um, you know an outsider did, and it basically. Um, it, means that there's going to be, you know, lasting peace in the Middle East. And look, I know that UAE or Bahrain, they, they never went to war with Israel and, you know, all of that. I, I know all of that. But still, these are peace treaties because these are Arab countries who, you know, in the past, they had allowed their uh, foreign policy to be held hostage by, by the Palestinian leadership right but that has that has ended now and and that's not going to happen anymore because you know these countries have realized in the in, in, in last two decades or something that you know what are they really getting out of it you know Sure, keep pushing the Palestinian issue, you know, keep pushing for the so-called Palestinian cause, whatever that means, but what are they really getting out of it? Absolutely nothing. They have gotten out of it absolutely nothing so far. So what they have realized is that, you know what, we need to work with Israel for our own national interests, for our own people, okay? Sure, we, we are still going to support uh, an independent Palestinian state, but you know what, it, it's not in our hands, okay? It's up to the Palestinian leadership, it's up to the Israeli leadership, we can facilitate, you know, we can facilitate things, but we can't really allow these corrupt Palestinian leaders to hold our foreign policy hostage to their, you know, whims and cries. And so it's, it's a really amazing thing to see these, uh, you know, Arab countries stand up for themselves. Because trust me, this is what it is. This is, this is UAE and Bahrain is standing up for themselves. Because Palestinian leaders are bullies and their allies are bullies. You look at Turkey, you look at Iran, you look at, you know, countries like, uh, you know, I'm not going to name many more countries, but fine. I mean, you look at almost all of their allies and you, you see that, you know, these are bullies. I mean, you just look at the, um, you know, reaction that came uh, 
against uh, UAE's decision. I mean, UAE is a sovereign country. It has all the right to, you know, decide which country it is going to recognize and which country it is not going to recognize. But still, these countries like Iran, like Turkey, you know, they had the audacity to actually lecture UAE. Um, you know, on something that, I mean, they have absolutely no right of doing that, but they still did that, and you know. So, I mean, these Arab leaders, they do realize what they're getting themselves into, right? They do realize that they're going to get a, a probably a terrible reaction by, by not just Islamists, but, you know, some of these uh, governments as well. Um, these, these governments like in Iran, like in Turkey, you know, uh, these governments which have, which basically have banned Islamist policies and, you know, um, so, but still, they, they took a bold step, they went ahead and they said that, no, you know what, we are going to stand up for ourselves, we are going to stand up for our people, and we are going to do whatever is, you know, whatever is the best thing to do for our people in their interests. And so, that's what they have done. <clears throat> and I think that's, that's something that should be appreciated. There are still going to be many people out there who are going to uh, try to, you know, minimize, you know, the importance of, of this, um, you know, announcement regarding Bahrain. But th these are very, very small people. You know? Many of these people are actually the same people who have spent the last 30, 40 decades, you know, lecturing us about the Middle East. You know? Um, and they've lectured us how Israel is the main problem in the Middle East. And so, of course, these people are going to cry. They're going to whine like a bitch, okay? But you have to understand that, you know, seeing all of this happening, their whole argument, not just argument, but their whole, in, in many cases, their careers are basically going to collapse. You know, because these people, these these cynical people, have built careers on this notion that Jews and Arabs cannot coexist. You know, and you know if when when they are going to see these these Arab countries coexisting, and not just coexisting, but having good and, and, and amazing friendly relationship with with the state of Israel. Of course, they're going to be mad about it. Of course, they're going to be, you know, crying about it. They're, they're going to be complaining and whining and kicking in the air or something, you know. But, but yes, that is their destiny. That is their destiny, okay. And these people are, are, are no good to anybody uh, because they... And, you know, anyone who cannot tolerate to see peace is, is no good. That's all I'm going to say about these people. So anyway, again, and uh, you know, an amazing news, um, and uh, we can just hope that this is something that becomes a trend, um, and uh, you know, other Muslim countries and Arab countries also realize that you know, enough is enough. Um, we have sacrificed uh, our national interest for a very long time. And you know what? We are saying no to it now. We are not going to take it anymore. We are going to say that enough is enough. Now we need to do what's best for our people, not what's best for the corrupt Palestinian leadership. Okay. 
So anyway, <clears throat> this was uh, this was the um, best news of this week, uh, without any doubt, I would say. And uh, again, the credit goes to Jared Kushner, the credit goes to President Trump and his team, um, and of course, the credit goes to uh, the, the Kingdom of Bahrain, uh, especially the royal family. So, um, congratulations to everyone out there. Um, we just hope that uh, more countries will come out and say, you know, that they're going to embrace peace instead of, uh, you know, embracing enmity. Because trust me, that is what that region needs. Okay. So, anyway, uh, this is something that has happened, and, you know, we will continue to follow this. Um, and uh, we will continue to update you all uh, regarding this. Some people said that um, Oman is going to be the next country. Um, I'm not very confident about that. Okay, let's see. Maybe it's Oman, maybe it's Sudan. But you know what? Let's not jump. Because, I mean, what's the rush, right? What's the rush? So, so let's just give Bahrain its moments now. Okay. Bahrain deserves its moment. Let's give Bahrain its moment. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's, what's the next country. Okay, maybe it's Oman, maybe it's Sudan, maybe it's Morocco. I mean, we are not sure right now, but let's see. Right now, let's not talk about that. Let's just, you know, let's just give the spotlight to Bahrain. Let's just give the uh, the credit and all the praise that the leadership of the Kingdom of Bahrain deserves. Okay. Um, yeah. So. One other uh, good news that we have received, uh, you know, this week is that, um, well, that's from Afghanistan, um, and that's that's one place which just really does not, you know, give us a lot of good news. But um, in this case, yeah, it was a good news that um, intra one talks are about to start from uh, Saturday, and um, let's see where this, you know, this this whole intra one uh, negotiation thing goes because. It's really going to be hard for both the sides to, you know, reach an agreement which would be acceptable to everyone on both sides. And it's going to be a real challenge. And obviously, Americans are also going to play a role indirectly in that, but they're, they're going to help both sides, you know, understand each other in a better way. And, you know, they're probably going to help in, you know, reaching an agreement as well. But um, other than that, I mean, Let's see. Let's see where this goes. I'm. I'm very. You know. I'm not really. Uh, actually, the thing is, I'm, I'm just keeping an open mind. Um, I. You know. I. I do hope good things, but I also kind of expect bad things too. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what comes out of it. But um, you know, for now, the violence in Afghanistan will obviously continue unless there is uh, there is an understanding uh, of a ceasefire. Uh, that comes out of these Indragwan talks, okay, so So yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the good news that we have received this week from Afghanistan. Finally, the Indragwan talks are 
being uh, you know held there we started and uh, Pakistani state uh, you know Pakistani state gave a statement about it as well and they said that you know we welcome these talks and you know uh, it's basically Pakistan is taking credit for <laughs> the you know the whole thing but and I think that's that's okay you know Pakistan did quite a lot uh, trying to put pressure on the Taliban, trying to, you know, uh, work it out with the Afghan government. And, and it, it won't be wrong to say that Pakistan, uh, you know, deserves uh, a lot of credit for this. Um, but you know what, I'm, I'm going to give that credit to Pakistan when these intra-Afghan talks are over, because okay? this would be too soon. So let's wait and let's see where these talks go, okay? So anyway guys, now we are just desperately waiting for, um, you know, the new week to start so we can see, you know, those historic images um, coming out of Washington DC and um, I, I really wish to see, uh, you know, an Israeli embassy opening up in, in the UAE and, you know, an Emirati embassy opening up in Tel Aviv. Um, those would be... Uh, I mean that would be just amazing, you know. It, it would be it would be it's not just historic. I mean, it's really really hard to actually put it into words because um, this is such a such a refreshing change from the absurdity that was the Obama era, uh, and uh, so yeah, it's just really hard to you know uh, actually. Uh, put this uh, into words and you know explain the significance of all of this into, into words but uh, let me just say this is this is amazing this is historic and President Trump will go down in three as uh, as the peacemaker uh, the, the, the unexpected peacemaker to be honest uh, and uh, he got nominated uh, the second time for a Nobel Peace Prize um, and you know, like I said the last time, if, if President Trump is going to get the Nobel Peace Prize, I think uh, there are a few other people as well who should probably get that prize, you know, as well. I mean, you look at Jared Kushner, he he probably deserves it too. I mean, you look at, you know, um, these Arab leaders, you look at uh, PM Netanyahu, you know, all these people made, made, made their contribution, you know, and so yeah, I mean, um, but even if President Trump gets that Nobel Prize, I mean, that would be amazing as well. I mean, it would be so much better than Obama getting it, you know. Obama basically did absolutely nothing. I mean, I still don't understand to this day why Obama got any Nobel Peace Prize. Like, why did he even get nominated? I, I have no idea. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, anyway, fine. Uh, but I really hope that this time the Nobel Peace Prize goes to you know to the right person, and uh, in this particular um, you know case, I mean after seeing all these events, um, who better to receive uh, the Nobel Peace Prize than President Trump or uh, maybe Jared Kushner as well? Uh, so. So yeah, I mean that's that's something that's going to be amazing, and and you know, uh, like I said, uh, President Trump and Jared Kushner, they both have delivered. Okay, unlike Obama, they have delivered. 
and uh, this is going to be a part of lasting peace in Middle East and this is going to be amazing so let's see uh, you know let's just wait for uh, the new week to begin and uh, we are going to enjoy those images coming out of Washington DC because you know what you know what who's, who's not going to enjoy those images or those, those visuals the Iranian regime and Erdogan you know and was uh, you know all kinds of terrorist groups jihadist groups you know in the world there are going to be a lot of people who are not going to like those visuals so and obviously you could you could, you could probably expect a lot of uh, you know whining and crying and you know kicking and you know uh, bitching from these people because uh, their whole business model is, is basically based on the hatred of the Jew and when they see the Jew coexisting not just coexisting but kind of embracing uh, the Arab their whole business model, their whole narrative just collapses just like that, you know, and it's, it's just glorious. It's glorious to see that, you know, but yeah, I mean, um, that's it guys for today. Um, I'm going to be back very soon, probably around Monday or something, and uh, we will talk more about this, uh, this historic uh, turn of events in uh, the Middle Eastern region. Uh, this is me uh, logging out. Take care. Bye-bye.